podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Jay here for Stratford Paddock. This Hi, Jay. Is... Hi, mate. Okay, that was that might be the record that you butted in after about 0.5 seconds. Uh, this is the huge debate. That is Stephen Housen. That is Adam McCullough. And today right. we're looking at how United's transfers have affected us this season, whether that's the signings we've made, the signings we should have made, or the signings we haven't made. Which is kind of the signings we should have made. Let's actually. have a look at what we could have won. Come and have a look at what you could have won. Um, we know we brought in some players. So we know there was players back. we were linked with that we didn't get. No. So and the Premier League. You may have, you may have heard one. Usual. What was it? Jason Sanchez or something? I'm not really sure. So Jason Singh. Jason Singh plays down the road from me. <laughs> exactly. But British um, Asians are held back, so you know. Jason are we really going down this road? <laughs> is this what we're going to make this about? That might be a separate debate. Um, let's try and focus just for now. Yeah, on the uh, United transfers. Debate? <laughs> You're going to get someone to sit on the other side of that? I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> the BBC would. Yeah, there's always in the interest of racism. impartiality. Is it wrong? Well, well, right. It is, is a racist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so what we're talking about again? Transfers. I was going to start with you, but you're drinking, so I'll start with you. Right. Um, United's transfers. We'll start with the players we got in. Do you rate them? Um, you can't really say yet. <laughs> you haven't seen enough of them. Right, that's a good point. Um, ultimately, this echoes very much Jose's last summer, when Jose flipped tables, called people, see you next Tuesdays, um, wasn't so. happy. Um, proper sorry his ass over lack of transfer activity for various reasons and some of it valid some of it maybe not so much but what he got was third choice goalkeeper Lee Grant he got um, a backup midfielder who's actually proven his worth a little bit this season past the Fred uh, but he wasn't a first choice at the time and arguably hasn't really been first choice in much of his time at United uh, and he got uh, a 19 year old Willie or won't he uh, fullback who was not for first choice yeah we'll go Delong. He said 19-year-old Willie in that. Um, and the the summer that we've just had, you've got currently, whether or not you think this is the case, but currently he is a second-choice midfielder in Van der Beek. Yep. Now, I, you, know, you might grow into something, but currently he ain't the first-choice midfielder. He's had tellers who we've not seen, who I think probably is going to be a first-choice player, and then a backup striker. Yeah, we've also got Palistri and Diallo. Have we, though? I I, I know I, he's not here yet, but we've got them. We have got Pellistri, he's the real thing. Yeah. Gary Pellistri is actually there. Um, yeah. Whether he'll play or not, I'm not too sure. Still wearing tights in training. Is it? Yeah. yeah. Mate, matter. you come from Uruguay. I don't know, though. To Carrington. Yeah. What I would say, though, is I agree with Steve, but half. Like, I don't think it's comparable to Jose's last summer in, that, in the signings we made, because I think the summer is actually better than that one. Yeah, like Tellez is better signing than Diogo Delo in that he improves the first eleven. Cavani is a better signing than Lee Grant, and <laughs> Van der Beek's a better signing than Fred, or as good a signing than Fred if you if you want. So I think it is better and it improves the squad a lot more than that summer did. But I still think they've done him over in the sense that that squad Jose had, we never actually let loads of players leave. Like Ali actually has let. A fair few players leave over the over last, last two summers, but also yeah. the previous summer too. That uh, Jose brought in Mkhitaryan, Bay, Paul Pogba, remember him, mm. uh, and Zlatan Ibrahimovic. Oli's never had a summer like that. Yeah, you, I agree with that. And as well. Sanchez as well. No, but I'm just saying, like in like, I wouldn't directly compare it to because I think the signings are a bit better here, and I think that's what the frustrating thing is. And I'm glad you said, "What do you think about the signings we've made first, rather than the signings we didn't make?" Yeah, because I think it'd be disrespectful. The signings we didn't make were great. 
Yeah, yeah I think it's disrespectful really to overlook really Edinson well. Cavani as a signing. We bring him in in June when PSG still want him to play in their final against Bayern Munich. And I think if you bring him in then, there's a whole different narrative around the signing. I think because of the way we made it, it looks like a bad signing. It looks like a panic signing. It probably is. But that doesn't change the fact that it improves your squad. It gives you a number nine that can can keep Anthony Martial on his toes, give you give him competition for his spot. And also someone that can come off the bench. I love Adiani Gallo, but... I'd rather see Edinson Cavani coming off. Yeah. And, and I'm sure... Isn't that dude a missing as well, by the way? A gallo. Yeah. I mean, it, it just baffled me why we extended it till January being brutal. I honest. get it. I get it. Because it's, you know, it's he's happy to be there and you get that back up in case shit happens. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's an insurance policy, that is to me. But, like, with Cavani, he improves the squad and at times, I think, in certain games, you could improve your first 11 depending on how you want to play. Uh, Van der Beek, We've all been crying out for this depth in the squad and he's someone that provides us that in two positions maybe, in the eight and the ten position, maybe six. a six if he can get more minutes there in the Premier League. I'd like to see him there more. Um, so I think his quality and Alex Tellers, like I've seen one game of him and I already know he's got something that we need in that, in that delivery yeah, into the 100%. box. I know Luke Shaw's got a couple of assists in recent weeks, but, you know, a broken clock's right twice. Or something like that. Twice it? a day. Yeah, well, that's the yeah. one. Um, he's right twice a week. And he got two assists, which was great. But we need competition there. And he's out now for six weeks, which is a trait in him. So I do think the signings that we've made have been good and have improved the squad. If they come in six weeks earlier, I genuinely think we go bouncing into the season a little bit differently. Um, as for Ahmad, Traore and, and Facundo Palistri, Genuinely, I can't. Yeah, I, I mean, can't say that's a bad sign. I, I, I can't mean, say that's a good signing because I genuinely we'll, we'll, don't know. We'll get to the players we didn't sign in a minute. I just want to talk briefly about Van der Beek. You mentioned him there. There's been people crying out for him to start, especially after he's just recently had a <sighs> goal-scoring game for Holland. He hasn't second had, in a row. Second in a row. <clears> he hasn't <throat> had many chances so far. He's had a few, especially when you look at the form of other midfielders as well. Are you surprised that we haven't used more of him? Does that worry you at all? Because some people are already losing their minds, going, "Why is he not playing? Or why did we buy him? All he didn't want him, and all this nonsense." I think all you make of it. Learn a lesson and maybe being a touch over cautious with bringing. Um, I mean, he got panned for bringing Pogba back too fast, so now he's not bringing players back in too fast. He's getting panned. Um, it's a damned if you do, damned if you don't sort of scenario. Some players, um, like when Bruno was signed, he was ready to go, rock and roll, boom, played mm. every minute of every game. Um, like Max said um, in our last video, Danny Van der Beek's not really played since March. So to fling him in at Premier League intensity, and there was there was the one game he started. I think he died about fifty five minutes in, and he just like he was, was it I can't, Leipzig. I can't, I can't remember which yeah. one it was, but there was. I remember going, ah, this is why he's not started. He ain't fit. So giving him twenty minutes, twenty five minutes, and maybe he should have had a bit more of that. Mm. Yo, know, and I don't know how many games he's playing behind closed doors because you know United play two usually when it's not two games a week but you know to play one or two training games a week full 90 minutes with referees and linesmen and all sorts you know that don't you yeah and that what so, did for Sanchez when it was like he played behind closed doors yeah. and was dreadful against like Bolton's yeah. or something. And so like, United do that all the time there's you'll see like yeah Morecambe and randoms yeah, just yeah, turning yeah. up at the at the training ground uh, to go and play full 90 minutes on like a Tuesday at 11 o'clock that happens all the time so he's probably playing them in them and Nolly's probably going he's dead after an hour so he's probably getting a lot of his minutes that he needs to get in those games. And I do expect that he'll play a lot more as the season develops and as his fitness improves. Um, and I think it's going to be a long season, undoubtedly. I, mean, I was 
I've been trying to get um, some info on this because there's a lot of different schools of thought um, when it comes to preparing players for the season. Uh, Jose Mourinho had a different tactic to Sir Alex Ferguson. Sir Alex Ferguson wanted him to be just fit enough to start the season and then they would constantly work on fitness till around about January or so. And it was no coincidence United looked fresher and fitter and always finish the season strong. Fergus wanted to be a, a point or two off the top for Christmas and I'll see you in the new year later. Jose, when he first came to England, wanted it to all be about I want these players absolutely hammering down on the door. And if you look at the start he made with Chelsea, them two seasons where they smashed the league, that was because they went and went bosh and built up this unstoppable lead and then they found it a little bit easier. And I wonder, is there a blend that you could do? Can the new signings be smashed a little bit in pre-season and be ready earlier? And then some of the players that took it further in the season, that played the minutes at the end of the season, can we maybe take it easy with them and, and, and scope them in? And I, I want, I'd love to speak to someone at the club to see is there tapered training programs depending on where they are as a player or is it almost like your know, military, we're all running together, this is what we're doing, you've all got to go you know, at the same sort of tempo. It'd be interesting to see what they're doing in terms of you know programming for the different players and, and are they trying to manage the different players and is that uh, playing a part in team selection at the same time? Because I think it'd be really interesting to find out. We seem to have gotten over that problem we had with so many players getting injured in training anyway because there was a time especially under Van Al when everyone was Phil jumping. Jones hasn't been training I'm, I'm really worried and about Smalling's him. not here exactly um, we've, we've spoken about the players if we Phil Jones ain't training what is he doing I don't know do we need to worry about shit. Phil Jones he's staying out of the way just leave him alone um, we, 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 we know the players we did get we were linked with Erling Haaland more or less last January, I think more that was. We're um, linked with Dortmund. We're linked with Dortmund, yeah. We're linked with Dortmund. We're linked with your mate, Jack Grealish. We're linked with Party. We're linked with Upper Meccano, other players as well. We didn't really get our first choices, it seems. Whose fault is that, Macker? Is that the board? Does Ollie have to take some responsibility? No. Who are you blaming for that? I think it'd be, you'd be have to be an idiot to blame Ollie Gunnar Solskjaer for the transfer no, signings no, we did some make. people that will. Um, because I think it, you, you're being stupid. Um, that would mean you blame Jose for Fred Delow. Yeah, I know. And, yeah. Uh, but you see, though, you see, though, some, the, the sort of the argument I've seen on social media, and social media is never wrong, is that some people say, well, Oli can't attract the top players. Lampard can't attract the top players. The money bird does it. I mean, you know, David Moyes brought in one matter. You think one matter <laughs> wants to play for David Moyes? As no, he wants to play for Manchester United. Club in the modern era, especially when they sign a five year deal thinking that the guy that's signing it and on this picture with me now is going to be here at the end of that because they never they probably signed, A lot of players probably signed thinking, you'll be gone soon. I won't. <laughs> like, I think the club uh, signs I, more players yeah, than any manager. There will be some managers, though, that would put players off. I've heard this, that yeah, certain players like, don't want to play for a manager. Well, didn't Ibrahimovic not want to play for Van Gaal? There yeah. was one. There was one that a certain, Pep, a certain Scottish footballer Pep, told me, ex-footballer told me that a player that we wanted said he didn't want to play for Van Gaal. And then when we re-approached him, he said he didn't want to play for Jose either. Which player? I'm I know who sure. you're on about, but uh, which yeah. player was it? I'm not sure who he was. I think it might have been a striker that ended up going to Arsenal. Well, Sounds yeah. like... Yeah. Uh, all right. It might have been, but I'm not sure on that. But that's what my point is. Some players, fucking bullet with that, anyway. point, some players don't want to play for certain managers. So would you say that is a factor in this or do you think that's nonsense? It's just the money factor. I think obviously you'd be daft to think players, some players don't think actually I'm not going to go there. But my general point being Manchester United will attract players. Yeah. Like it's not always down to the manager to do that. And then even if a manager wants a player, it's down to the board to be able to go and get it. Matt Judge, Ed Woodward, 
Ole Gunnar Solskjaer isn't delivering the bids and making mm. the negotiations and doing all this. So you can't blame Ole Gunnar Solskjaer for the players that do come through the door. The summer was a failure in that we didn't capitalise on the momentum we built up last season. We didn't take that into this season and we didn't get the players that we needed. Everyone knew three or four signings this summer that improve your first 11 means your bench improves as a yeah. knock-on effect because those players drop down. And we never went out and did that. You look over... We the arguably didn't improve the first 11. I think that's Alex Tellez possibly does. But, he's yeah, but you're right, you're right. Yeah. You're right. Maybe we, Tellez, we haven't because that that, Donny van der Beek, for me, I know Pogba's out of form at the moment, is not better than Pogba or Bruno. I agree. You know, um, you know, Cavani in his prime is probably starting every single week, but yeah. 33 years old, he's not. Um, so I get what you're saying, but nevertheless, you know, the signing was, a, the, the summer was a failure and that was down to the board and that's why, how much of an effect did that have? I've, I've joked before every about players coming in and saying, player. what's Phil Jones still doing here? Like, it's, but it's true. It's like, what the fuck? Imagine, you know, we do it with <laughs> Cam. Be like, we do it with Cam. We come in and think, what the fuck's he still doing here? Do you know what I mean? There must be players like Tellers come in and go, who's he? <laughs> Obviously, does you, he you play look, for us? You look at that though, and you, you know, you're, men, you're mentioning Keenan, eh? <laughs> you're mentioning some of the players, we, like we the players we didn't get, the players we brought in. What about the players we've we've got rid of? Like you know, we loaned out or sold the likes of Delo, the likes of Pereira. Romero's not gone, which is a bit of a weird one because everyone thought he Yeah, Phil Jones has gone. I think that was down either. to injuries. Do you think, in terms of our turnover and getting rid of the players that we need to get rid of and getting the players in, we have is that been good? His wife was happy when she he was sat on the bench last year, but this year. Romero, well, they yeah. made the decision that they wanted to go and wanted to go, and he, and to be fair, she's got a point. He said, "Yo, you've asked us to sit on the bench and we've done it. Now we want to go. Let us do it." But you're not going to go for free. Why? We got him for free. Fuck it. It's, I think there was an market. issue, wasn't there? Like Everton wanted him, and maybe there's question marks about is that going to improve them? Yeah. Maybe. That's yeah, well. uh, yeah and it over You can have a scenario. Jesus. You imagine that yeah. game wouldn't have gone down the no, same. This is what I'm saying. There's a scenario where United finished fifth and Everton finished fourth, and Romero helps them. Do you know what I mean? Which should be a disaster. Um, if you could sign one player in January, looking ahead already, because this is what mm. we do with transfers. I know the summer's not that long ago. But if you look into January, you've got one player. Matt George rings you and he says, Maka. I'll tell him, fuck off. After you've told him to fuck off and hung up, he rings your bank and says, please, just tell me out, mate. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Don't be like that. Um, Who do, we buy? I'm going to save on footy manager. Yeah. <laughs> Who should we buy, bro? I'd probably... What we need... <sighs> See, this could change because if Axel has a good few months... Axel. And you know, like, you're looking at him. it and you it's think... It's definitely in him. Is it 100%? Then I'd probably be different about this. The reason I wouldn't say Jack Grealish... Or Jaden Sancho at this point is because I think those are summer signings if they even happen anymore. Um, I'd go in early for Dale McConnell because you can still play players twice in the Champions League, innit? I you think so. In a rule he's he's got his buyout clause kicks in, doesn't it, in the summer, I think, but you can still get him. He's not ungettable. If, if someone's buyout clause is 45 million, yeah. why not in January go, he's 55 million? Just, yeah. I know we won't do it, but. Are uh, you asking what I would do? Well, we mean, bought Tellers. Sounds we? a bit like ambition. Sorry. Yeah, <laughs> like, and a bit of a bit of a strategy. We did it with Tellers, didn't we? we? Bought him rather than waiting for his contracts went out because we wanted. Well, we, we waited until two days before the window <laughs> shut and poor old panicked. <laughs> Played a bit of brinkmanship there. <laughs> like, do you know I, what? You'd love Go to play then. poker with United. Yeah, it'd be, a, it'd be such a, an easy it. game, would it? Mate, I want trust and United to snap. Um, Go on, if you could bring in anyone in January, who would you bring in? Sanligues. Oh, here we go. What? Why? 
even though, heard, even though I've heard this about 812 times. Because at the moment, uh, Matic is kind of the glue that holds this team together, and he's 109 years old. And, and the rest. And he ain't been able to play twice a week. And guess what? We're playing a lot of twice a week games. Having someone that's... Having what? someone that's... He's right. Having someone that's got that quality on the ball. Can I... Can yeah, click that. I don't think I've ever heard that in the seven um, years I've been doing this with you. Someone that's got quality on the ball. Basically, Sal Niguez is what Ander Herrera thought he could be. He was like turboed up Herrera in every single But Ander Herrera, we actually miss him, you know. Exactly. So get the better version of but him. I mean, in terms of a holding midfielder, I think look, and he's not. He's not really a holding midfielder. He, he does both. Oh, but I mean, but he's a natural energetic. someone naturally in that position who can cover, get back, do all that. I think it's at the moment. I think Ali's gone with Fred and McTominay to just protect everything. Once you get someone that's supreme like that, that can hold that position down, you don't need someone holding their hand in there. Your Pogba's and your Bruno's and your Van der Beek's or even your Fred, if you want to play them a bit more advanced, they've got so much more freedom. At the moment, we know Pogba's not in great form at the moment for club or country. Um, that could down to fitness, COVID, just poor form, whatever. But we know when he's on the edge of his own box in a two, it doesn't look great. No. Being able to get him further up the field, Sal Niguez allows you to do that. At the moment... And We're having Sol, to play two, Pogba, and Bruno. no one's that getting ahead three. of Bruno. You yeah. get me? Because Name me a better free midfield in the world. A better midfield free than Saul, Pogba, and Bruno. And then you got McTominay, Fred, and Donny that can come in. Three, and, and they're good players to come in as well. Yeah, you know, like as a squad, yeah. a squad players, players you bring in. So you get like, like Bristol in the FA Cup. No, That's your yeah, midfield I mean, free. They get a night off. Do you know what I mean? No one's and moaning. they're better at the weekend for the for the Liverpool game. Even right. I just want to ask you one, one final quick question then about January. Do we need to make a sign in January yeah. after the summer we've had? Oh my God, yes. Yeah? We need to make... I don't want to see us just make a signing because, oh, let's make a signing. No, but, but a I want signing it to be part of the... Challenging for the we team. Should, yeah, we should be. Yeah, yeah so whether, I mean, you might get Sancho. Yeah. Because, like, Sancho's apparently royally spat his dummy out at Dortmund, which he's, he is prone to do. Got a little bit of a, a diva attitude about him. Like maybe, you, maybe you box off everybody in January and bring him in. Well, you mentioned... Like Fergie trying to stay in the race until January and then pushing on. Look at the impact Bruno had last year. If you stay six points within the top spot, yeah, and then bring. I mean, we were dead as well. We were done when Bruno came in, weren't we? Mm. Remember after that Burnley game, Burnley, you were Liverpool. It was, it was like it was over, and Bruno gave us such an amazing run that we actually managed yeah. to finish. Or Erling Haaland. Haaland, Sancho, who knows? I think Haaland will be one it. further right, down the line. If you them four, right, let's go completely <laughs> deluded. Fucking let's go. Yeah, let's let's go completely right. deluded. I'm glad I asked this last question before right. we finish. Go up a Meccano, Niguez, Haaland, Sancho, and just bring me all the trophies. That's all United need. That's all United need. Just right, those four on, But the scouts has got it. They need a goalkeeper. They need a midfielder. They need a defender. They got them play. They got Fabinho. They got Allison. They got Van Dijk. Look what happened. Yeah. That's... that. And, and we need one more because we've just been mismatched for years. I'm not disputing the fact we need those players and we should be getting players like that and challenging. I just don't have any confidence in the Oh, board. no, no. We're deliver. not suggesting yeah. that. No, no, no. I just no, think... No, I said yeah, let's be deluded yeah, from yeah. you. Yeah, well, you know. I, it's it's never going to happen. Be deluded but come on, man. Let me just... Let me live a little. All right, you can have that. Thank I'll you. give you that. <laughs> That's been the guys' opinions on this debate on about... United's transfers, have they been good enough? Have we brought enough players in? Who should we bring in? Should we buy anyone in January? This is a series of three. This is the second one. The third one, we'll be looking at Ole Gunnar Solskjaer and how he's performed this season. This has been a huge debate. That's been Adam McCola. That's been Stephen Housen. I've been Jay Motty. Don't forget to hit like, share and subscribe. Thanks for watching. Sports Social Podcast Network.